I said, this is my priority to have four hours a week by myself. So I would just say, be creative. Have you hit your autumn stride yet? Did your schedule change when the school year started and you want to make the most of that extra space for writing? Are you still lamenting the lazy days of summer when you could brainstorm without the pressure of work deadlines or family responsibilities? If so, you're not alone. The change of seasons can be rough for our writing lives, but never fear, there's something you can do about it. Hi, I'm Clarissa Mall, and welcome to The Writerly Life, brought to you by Hope Writers, the most encouraging place on the internet for writers to make progress. Here at The Writerly Life, we help you expand your creativity, explore new techniques, and express your hope-filled words in a world that needs them. We'll help you learn to balance the art of writing with the business of publishing, and learn to hustle without losing heart. You have words, and your words matter. And as you write them, you can be you, boldly, bravely, maybe even a little scared sometimes. You can be you in your writing life. Welcome to the show, friends. Lean in, grab a pen, let's chat. It's normal for the change of seasons to disrupt our rhythms and routines. If you found your summer productive and now feel rushed by fall schedules, or if you're ready to jump into writing after a relaxing season away, you can use this natural shift in the calendar to integrate new habits and rhythms to make your writing life flourish. Nobody knows the push and pull of schedules better than seasoned writer Sally Clarkson. Author of more than 20 books, Sally has found ways to include writing in almost every season of her life. Lean in as she describes more in this recent Hope Writers Tuesday teaching with author and co-founder Emily P. Freeman. Sometimes there are seasons when all you can do is take care of little ones. Like if you're having babies and they never sleep and, you know, you have multiple babies and they're throwing up and, they're, you know, you, you need to know that life will not always be that way. But um, I always, uh, I, I had to learn that in order for me to survive, to flourish, I had to have time alone. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I would rather sacrifice sleep and get, get up at five o'clock in the morning and have no one talking to me, um, you know, no one touching me. <laughs> Don't touch me. Yeah, uh, please. Um, and so I, I would do that sometimes. But also I said to my husband, can, can I please, can you just take the kids away um, at least one time a week or sometimes twice a week? So on Saturday mornings, he, he joined all these memberships, um, you know, like a nature center and all these places. And I pretty much most of my life had at least two Saturdays for six hours all by myself. It, it, it takes you a while to get into the vortex. Yes. You know what I mean, first you have to put away all the things that are bothering you and, and then you kind of get into it. And, um, so, and there's a period of time actually when I was writing a book that uh, Clay and I found this little French cafe and it, it was probably five or 10 minutes from my house. And I said, if I go there two times a week for breakfast, um, would you just get the kids up, feed them, do whatever before you go to work? And so two times a week, it was me and all the adults in this little tiny cafe with candlelight. And um, I would get my favorite quiche every morning. And it just gave me some civilized time. And 
I always tell women that um, they have agency, uh, that, that choices have consequences. And by agency, I mean you have to craft what is good for your life in order to become productive. But even if it's just little by little, um, for me, it just was a need to have, it, it was more of a need to have time away. I couldn't do everything. Don't condemn yourself or don't not write because you can't get it perfect. Yeah. Because I don't think I've ever crafted a book the way I wanted to. Amen. Right? Do you feel like that? I mean, I yes. feel like if I had to wait until I could really make it beautiful and perfect and every word right, I would never have finished a book. Ever. And I, no, I've often thought, you know, the next book will be better. You know, <laughs> and then everybody invades and life invades. And then I think, well, you know, maybe I'll have one more chance. Right. Um, so Gosh, you're still so, thinking that 20 books later. Oh my goodness. Yeah, oh dear. Because life doesn't ever stop. At least for me, it's been so dramatic in my life the past few weeks. And uh, I think, well, I'll write a pretty good book. Well, maybe I'll just write a good book. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be a book. When it gets maybe to- I'll just finish it. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I said to Clay yesterday, oh, I think that my um, editor, my publisher might be on here. I said, you know, maybe I'm just going to get to this many words and say the end, no matter where I am in the manuscript. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I know. I, I think that's one thing that keeps writers sometimes from even trying to write the thing is because it's like, it's never going to measure up to what I have it, what I know it could be in my head. Right. I have this idea of what it, of what it could be. And in your mind, before you get a book contract, you think like, oh, that's, of course, that's what it's going to be. That's the idea. But then when you sign that paper and then you have deadlines and you have humans and you have people and there's weather mm-hmm. and hurricanes and, you know, the grocery <laughs> store, and then all of a sudden you have to turn it in, not because it's ready, but just because it's time. Mm-hmm. And you realize like, oh, okay. Well, like you said, Maybe we'll get it the next one. <laughs> Maybe the next time. Um, yeah. And I'm always proud of the books. You know, I wouldn't pop, I wouldn't, but it is, there's always a little bit of a, I could have done that differently or, you know, or yeah. whatever the thing is. And I think that it's encouraging to hear. It's, it's, it's mostly encouraging. And also like, oh no, to hear from you who's, who've done this 20 times over, you realize, okay, it's never going to go away, but maybe that will help us make peace with it. You know, knowing that this well, is part of it. It actually gives us something to write about. Yeah, that's true. Uh, because I, I have to write from a humble place because my life is constantly on the verge of falling apart uh, <laughs> or, or I do really selfish things or, uh, you know, what I, I mean, I have to live with myself in a very busy world, but so does everybody I write to. And um, yeah, that's true. That's absolutely yeah. true. And so I have to say, okay, I'm going to trust that somehow this was supposed to happen. And, um, and then I always imagine that I'm going to have more time to write later, but it's never it. I just have to learn to sit down and discipline myself to write what I was thinking in the middle of the night, even if I didn't remember exactly what I had planned on writing. Many of us romanticize summer as a time for carefree relaxation, novels read by poolside, and backyard barbecues. Well, all these things may happen, but the reality is most of us continued to work regular hours through the summer, fitting fun into the margins of our calendars. In the fall, our everyday work life can feel the squeeze as responsibilities expand. Kids head back to school and sports, schedules quickly fill up, and those lazy days of summer feel like a distant memory, even if they weren't really all that lazy after all. Whatever season of the year we're in, for writers, 
frustration can build up when our regular rhythm of work is no longer possible. If you have a primary job, writing time is often the first thing to go. If you write for a living, the change of seasons can cause serious stress to your regular writing schedule. At Hope Writers, we agree with writer and entrepreneur Marie Forleo, who says everything is figureoutable, even your fall writing routine. The following three tips will help you create a flexible plan to make progress on your writing as you head into this new season with all of its changes and new rhythms. Number one, get clear on the task. Nothing brings on frustration more quickly than trying to work on two things at once. Depending on your situation, you may not get many work sessions during the fall. So it's important to be clear on the front end what you want to accomplish when you have a writing session. If you can't state what the task is when you sit down to write, you'll be more prone to distraction. And instead of writing your monthly newsletter, you'll end up researching the best buys on back-to-school gear. Once you get started, carry your plan through as though it's one single task. When you're not clear or you try to multitask with your writing, you'll make little progress on lots of things instead of real progress on one. Number two, ready your workspace. Whether you have an actual home office with a door or your workspace is your kitchen table, ready it by clearing it and preparing for writing. If there's a bunch of stuff on your desk, put it on the floor. You can always put it back on your desk when your writing session is over. If you're locked in your bedroom on your bed, make the bed first. Clear the clutter that you can see and face a window. Anything to get rid of that visual clutter. Next, create a writing ritual for that space. Before you sit down to write, light a candle, open the window, or put on a writing playlist. Your ritual can be anything small that feels a little special to set the tone for your work session. Number three, apply a time limit. This is just another way to say, set a timer. Experts say that our brains can concentrate on one task for about 20 minutes before losing focus. There aren't any rules for how long a work session can go, but there's something about that 20 to 25 minute space that allows us to sit down concentrate, and then take a quick break. String together a few 20-minute sessions with short breaks, and you will make progress. The most important thing is that you schedule a specific time on your calendar to write. Set a timer during that writing session and stick with it. Writing is hard enough, and a shift in seasons doesn't have to make it harder. With a defined task, a ready workspace, and a specific time limit, you can produce great content even when your regular schedule is interrupted. Whether you're celebrating the return of the pumpkin spice latte or your morning packing that swimsuit up for the season, autumn can be a great season to write. With some easy adjustments to your life and a heaping dose of self-kindness, you can shift with the season and thrive as you write your hope-filled words for the world. Like Sally Clarkson said, you can write from wherever you are. Whether you're feeling harried and hectic or relieved with a more spacious schedule, you can create the words for readers who need to hear them. I will also say it's hard being a writer. Probably you felt the same way. I don't know. But 
when you get to a certain place, you can't do it all. People have the illusion that you're doing it all. If this episode was helpful to you, just imagine how helpful the entire hour-long interview with Sally Clarkson would be. Every week, Hope Writers members have access to a new one-hour Tuesday teaching with agents, publishers, social media strategists, and authors like Sally Clarkson. Hope Writers helps you make progress in your writing life, whether you're writing blogs, articles, on social media, or in a book. If you want to be serious about your words and your reader, we're here for you. For writing tips and encouragement, find us on Instagram at Hope Writers or at our public Facebook page, Hope Writers Community. Last, a final word from the author Jared Brock. There is a season for everything under the sun, even when we can't see the sun. The days may be shorter where you are, and the sun may not be shining as much as it used to, but that doesn't mean your writing needs to fade for the autumn. As you make small changes and commit to a simple writing routine, you can weather the shift from summer to fall and continue to produce good words. Your commitment to your writing life will bear a rich harvest as you take your next right step this fall. Thanks for listening, writer friend. As you step into this week, remember to keep writing. Your words matter. We can't wait to read them. If you found this episode of The Writerly Life helpful, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe here below on YouTube. If you're listening in, like, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help others know you found the content helpful. See you next time.